0: Bye, boy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You've tuned in live to the Flyer Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I'm your host, Mark Stewart, here with my partner, Rob Hunter Jr. Listen, before we get started, we would like you to like, subscribe, and get the notifications on our YouTube channel. As always, we thank y'all for checking in. Numbers are going crazy through the roof, and we appreciate you guys for it. Also, follow us across all social media uh, platforms t- uh, that's, that stat uh, stat line at stat lines matter on Twitter on TikTok on Facebook and on Instagram and of course you can always find the audio version of our podcast on Spotify. And uh, Apple Podcast and any place you find your podcast. What's going on, my brother? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I can't call it. How's your day been? Hey, well, I just
1: wanted to. He probably wouldn't say this, but congratulations to you for having the number one song in the country for two weeks in a row. Would break my soul.
0: Well, Come. I well, first of all, let's <laughs> clear it up for our audience a little bit. I don't have that song. I didn't create that song, but my clients did. I represent, as you may or may not know, I'm a manager of uh, songwriters and producers and artists. And one of my producers was the uh, producer and song co writer on that. Uh, so when that they track. when
1: they talk to you, do they say we have the number? We say we. Okay, yeah, but did they including you? But they, they don't say, say you. They say we. They say we. Yeah, but, but they don't be like you got the song. But I
0: can't say we. <laughs> right, but you can yeah, say, so say you. you and you and the team because you don't. don't <laughs> you <but laughs> yeah, I'm the only one here. <laughs> if the other fair one enough. was here, I say y'all. Yes, fair enough. But yes, <laughs> uh, congratulations to the whole team, to Trick, to my boy Dream. To Isaac and of course Beyonce and everybody else, free to everybody else involved, Uh pretty big deal. So we appreciate y'all. Thank you for support of that record.
1: Hey, if I had a number one song in the country, I'd spend a lot more air airtime on SLM talking about it. So that's pretty. Cool. I, how you read that time
0: and time and place. This is <laughs> <laughs> we having a conversation about sports and entertainment. That's the entertainment portion. Um, on a on a uh, more serious note, before we get into some of the, um, I guess this is a sports story in its own right, but the. Uh, the brother of Akeeb a- Talib has turned himself in for the murder of a very popular youth football coach in the te- Dallas, Texas area. Um, I don't know all the specifics, but I do know that Yaqub Salik Talib has turned himself in uh, because there was video, uh, I believe, of him shooting a coach. There was altercations. It's weird because we're sort of in that place where people get to arguing with the refs and coaches get to arguing and people get to coming out of the stands and I don't know all the details but I do know it ended in the fatal shooting of a very popular coach in that region. So we wanna send some uh, some love out to that area because I know those kids are traumatized.
1: Yeah, um, I so this was the last thing that I prepped on uh, before, we, before I left the house and uh, I was trying to find an angle Um, But the details are still unfolding as uh, even as recently as I pulled up here, they had another angle of of, a camera angle. But the gentleman who was shot, Mike, uh, Coach Hickam, uh, Coach Hickman, um, he was the head coach of the other team. And Akeem and his brother were the coaches of the other team. So they were were facing off against each other. And, um, you know, uh, it was at the end of the game. There was a call that I guess – I don't know if it went their way or went against them, but it obviously escalated. Um, and not only was you know uh, uh, did someone lose their life in front of children, but that kid lost his life. That kid lost uh, one of the kids. That was his, that was his father. Wow. So uh, Mike uh, Hickman Jr. Uh, had to who's see all nine it. years old. Yeah, uh, saw his you know his father uh, you know lose his life uh, in in something that is senseless. So very. um heartbreaking uh, all the way around all the way around
0: yeah I mean I, I can say this like this you know my kids haven't played youth sports in a long time but I can be honest about one thing there is nothing that's ever happened on the court or on the field when they were playing that would warrant me even coming out of the stands to talk to anybody I'm sorry like it's like there's no real consequence to a game of nine-year-olds I'm sorry even a even an M- NFL game I'm not fighting over no NFL game I'm not whatever the highest level of the sport is there should even be an altercation for people not participating and coaches going at each other and for somebody to lose their life is saying a lot about our society and we need to check that and I'm not going to go any deeper but I can tell you this we we can do better than that yeah. that's just that's like that's unheard of to me well, yeah, and you know we we can move on, but I you know I was
1: thinking about all, I was like this is terrible, obviously on 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 any level. But you're looking at Akeeb, who I, I was thinking he was a de facto leader in this particular situation. But he's an actually he was the coach of the other team. Yeah. So you're not only the the, the you, you're the you're the actual leader, but you're the you're the biggest name there. Yeah. And so you it's different. Like okay, if he was there, he can't control the situation. That's your brother. So you knew you you know what you know how they get down and, and if you look at if you know uh, anything about Akib he and and I'm I'm fairly familiar with him because he played with Tampa so we played him twice a year he made it no secret that you know him and his family were about you know uh, you know getting things done if there was a you know a conflict I'm sure that he he didn't want this to happen but what I'm saying is I think he was aware that his brother was at least. Uh, Capable, yes.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm because I don't know all the facts. I'm reluctant to start to, to hang any of this on a key. I'm not um, hanging
1: it on him, but what I am saying is that because if that you, man has to be responsible for his own. You actions. can't
0: pull up with, in knowing your brother got a gun on him at a nine-year-old youth game. But that's the problem in the culture that we are. Everybody's got a gun. Everybody's packing. Okay, yeah, but you. So know, if you know your brother doesn't he, has, has a, a temper or the propensity to elevate, then you have to immediately go. But like I said, I don't know enough, but I will say this. If he knew that their family was about that life, well, now he's going to be about raising that bail and putting together that defense. Because at the end of the day, there's a, there's a, a video of this and it's going to be hard to refute. And, you know, listen, I know, like for me, my heart goes out to the kids and to that poor young kid who lost his dad and I don't care what play happened, I don't care what call happened, I don't care what went against two. there's nothing that should elevate to this point in the youth football. And the game.
1: dude, he went live. Did you see have you seen that? No. He he went live, it was either on Facebook or Instagram. So when you when you when you're looking at the footage, the footage that you Yacoum see of to, the, to Salik? When, when you're looking at the footage of whoever filmed whoever filmed it they went live so you see the comments which are blurred out coming up as as the it's it's an
0: actual broadcast guys we got to do better we got the, the like you're going live all of that we got to do better anyway i i don't want to spend any more of the show on that um but i do want to send are uh you know to the extent that we can be genuine about this send our condolences well he was to, uh, uh to that coach and to his family and to that young boy
1: the, uh, the the gentleman coach coach hickman who got uh who lost his life he just got um awarded if you will, recognizes uh on the all-time uh north texas uh the green i think they're the green machine he was the uh their all-time team well. Wow. So he's their starting fullback, if you will. Their, their first fullback, if you will, on
0: that on that team. Wow. Sad story. Um, anyways, um, on a lighter note, and everything is going to get lighter from here. Well, then lighten it on up. Uh, I'm going to lighten it up. Because I um, need some light. So there's rumors, or it leaked, and, and, and I'll let you tell the story more uh, specifically, but there's uh, a leak that <laughs> Kyrie Irving asked – <laughs> in his contract demands ask for a series of things that sounded a little outrageous. I'm going to let you sort of get into the specifics because I saw the story and we had a brief conversation, but I didn't do a deep dive on it, but I know you did. So go ahead and fill us in. Well, there's not a, a lot of depth to the story. Basically
1: Rick Bucher was on a podcast. I forget the name of it. So I apologize. Um, and he had, he had received some information basically that, uh, the contract demands Kyrie wants a new contract. And part of those demands allegedly uh, was that Kyrie did not want to play more than 60 games and he didn't want to play in any back to backs because he felt like it was inhumane. Um, So he doesn't. Well,
0: you know what? And I, so I started. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't play 60 games and he does. Why does why do you have to renegotiate your contract? To do what you've been doing the last three or four years, I guess, because I guess because he don't want no when when he do it, he don't want no
1: bull job going. He don't want no. Hey, look, I, like, so everybody already know, guaranteed out the gate. Okay, coming. You ain't got to. Know how many games? I ain't playing over sixty. What he play, <laughs> twenty nine games last year. Uh, twenty nine. So, at, and okay. So let's let's. They're, they're, so the 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 macro look at. Kyrie's career over eleven seasons, he's averaged fifty five games a season. Yeah, and he's only played over sixty games in the eleven season four times. So he doesn't need to
0: stipulate that. I don't think he needs to stipulate so that in like, the contract. I would
1: just want to do what I've been doing. And with uh, with with Brooklyn, he's never played over sixty games. Yeah. he's actually averaged thirty five games a season with 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 Brooklyn. So uh, and
0: and he should give like if he's he should get money 34. back. Yes, he yeah. should get like because you're getting paid for 82, and you're playing 34. So why do you want a new deal? You're like you, you owe money, bro. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, hey, Kyrie, if you if you're a fan of the show
1: and you you this is not correct, feel free to let us know. You <laughs> know, but 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 that's what Rick Bucher is reporting.
0: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I I can't I can't imagine that he's trying to stipulate that. Well, I, I, I'm I- gonna go. I'm gonna give. Kyrie, who I've been a supporter of, but but not as of late, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he didn't say that.
1: Yeah, well, um, <laughs> yeah, he he's saying he's That's saying a nasty that, rumor. So what he's saying is that, you know, so his response to it was, it was very esoteric. We're letting the media control our minds and it's time for a new paradigm shift. And I was saying that, hey, uh, Kyrie, the paradigm shift would actually be you playing Seventy
0: five. I, I was I was just about to say. I, <laughs> have, the, I have an idea. Yeah, just play the freaking games, bro. Yeah. If you want to shift the paradigm, yeah. If you, and then that way, with the media doesn't have to have any say in it. We just turn on the game and watch you play. And it'll be like, wow, there go Kyrie going off again, again. Oh, look at Kyrie. He's out there again. Seventy games, seventy five games. <laughs> the, the eighty and, games. The paradigm is sure shifted. Kyrie. My God. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm I, I'm all for the elevated, intelligent perspective and the art of the uh of the the athlete, but come on. Hey, it, you know, it has been there's, it there's a time when it's appropriate to say, shut up and dribble. Oh <laughs> for real. <laughs> I'm saying it. Shut up and dribble.
1: Oh, I mean, I was okay, I was expecting to hear a lot of things this evening. That wasn't one of them. I'm just saying. Shut up and dribble. Well well, Kyrie, uh, you know, I guess we'll find out in the in the coming uh weeks ahead whether or not, you know, that was something that
0: If uh, you said if you said that, then shut up and dribble. Yeah, if you had said if that if you said that. Now if you didn't say it, then well, I take it on Well that.
1: well the, the because the uh the the, it, the reasoning was, you know, uh Rick Bucher was saying now we have context to why um the they, they they did not engage in max contract talk because of the demands that came in. That's the that's the cause and effect.
0: Well I and, and, and I think if you're a business person, I'm not giving a max contract to somebody who doesn't play max games, period. Right. Or 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 at least okay. Yes. But at least I, I can
1: I can entertain it. Even if you have a history of missing games, but it's because been because of you wanted to play, but you just couldn't. Kyrie will wake up and just be like, "I'm not playing." Well, and
0: if you're hurt during the season, like he'd be but healthy. And if it, you're hurt during the season, and then you play in the in the playoffs where it matters, that's a different story because then you're advancing. But this team in Brooklyn hasn't advanced in the playoffs, nor has uh, Kyrie been able, like like as great as he is and as skilled as he is, he's not been able to show. That that can carry a team when it's on him. You know, when he was in Cleveland, he couldn't do it. When he was in Boston, he couldn't do it. Cleveland without uh, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a clearly a complimentary player. And if you're a complimentary player, no matter how skilled you are, you need to be out there. Like like if you just was like, okay, I'm gonna play fifty five and then come back and carry us deep, that's a different story, but we've not seen that. Yeah. If you're a complimentary player, then be complimentary. But yeah. you, but you, but, but you, and allow us to compliment you on how many games you, you play. There ain't no compliment if you ain't out there. Nah, it's you nothing. ain't complimenting nothing. It's nothing. You, it's like you said, fifty five games over his a, entire average, career. Yeah, th- I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. That's that's not en- that is not enough games. I'm sorry. So regardless of whether you said that shit or not, the fifty five games over eleven seasons is not adequate. So he averages missing a quarter of the season every year every year yeah so your legs is fresh and
1: super whatever. fresh and yo, so his his <laughs> his basketball years he's probably like what
0: year three 20 he's he's season three now i know my math is bad <laughs> but his legs is fresh that's what i'm saying. super fresh um that's why he was killing everybody when he came yeah back. i mean I, I guess he fresh like he should be able to um uh, here's another sort of thing that is a little bit unsubstantiated so we're gonna walk lightly with this, but it's 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 entertaining enough. There's word and reports that Kevin Durant would consider retiring if he doesn't get um, his demands met by the the Brooklyn ownership.
1: Right. So on the eighth, you know, I guess that he met with uh, the uh, the team governor. Was it Joe Say? Is the T silent? Sai. Sai. Um, and said that hey, it's either uh the GM and the coach or me. Which I totally get because and subsequently the, coach is whack. the governor came out and the team governor came out and said we support our staff and our coaches one hundred percent. They'll regret that. And so now uh they're basically in a bit of a, a game of what we call it chicken. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess he's up the ante a little bit, according to Mark Stein. Who says he talked to a very high level executive uh, at the Nets, and they were saying the the, the growing uh, notion is is that uh, K- KD is looking at retiring before he plays if he doesn't get traded and he wants to get traded to Phoenix or Miami right. and the two other teams that are involved, Boston, I believe, are Boston, Boston and Philly. Then, uh, but they are they are distant to to those two teams, and so regardless, and he's willing to I guess crash and burn whatever. It is to his reputation. You know, my question is, if you know, if you're Boston, if you're any of these teams, I, I don't know if I would if I would take KD given those that that demand.
0: Uh just it, given well, the fact uh, assuming that you believe that demand.
1: Assuming yes, okay. So assuming that and normally normally, you know, these guys have been in this business, they they normally what they report, generally speaking, like
0: the Stephen A's, it's pretty accurate. Well, it's no no no. I'm not questioning whether that report is wrong. But you can't overlook that part of a team's negotiation, um, uh, the way they use their leverage, is they leak yes, stories absolutely. that may not be true. <laughs> yes. And it's like, you know, sources close to, and it, it's true, they said it, but it doesn't mean it was said.
1: So it doesn't mean, you're basically saying, it doesn't mean that. that's what KD said. That, it doesn't mean that's so what doesn't KD mean said. That, that, that's I mean, teams do that all so, the time. Okay, so, okay, would you, if you were, you know, uh, Miami or Boston, would you would you consider... Uh, trading for KD, particularly with the price.
0: Yeah, no, no question. I mean, I, I we've talked about this before. I think if you can, I think there's a very big difference between trading for KD and trading for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. KD is a, a all time player. He's still a top two or three player in the league, um, and he still can make a difference on on uh, on a championship caliber team. Um, but I, I in saying all that, I don't like the I don't like the inference. If it's true, I don't like the inference. It's like at some point, and I don't want to sound like Joey Bag of Donut sitting on his couch, but, you know, you signed a contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and to, uh, he signed a contract to which he hasn't even played one game yet. He hasn't one played one yet. minute yet. <laughs> one, like he, yet. On top of the one... <laughs> 64 or something like that. He signed another Expension one. in August that yeah. starts this year. That August starts this of last year for like another like 194. 198. Like yeah, 198. Like bread. Basically 50 million a year. <laughs> to a place that he wanted to use the The place to to that he Brooklyn, chose. To so a coach that you asked for, which is Steve Nash. <laughs> so Steve gotta be like, ah, damn, dog. <laughs> Did he ask for Steve Nash? Yeah, he lied for him to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I I hadn't heard that, but again, I heard that today, and I know that. Sometimes these these things get out there to make the player look a certain type of way and to try to steer things in. I think, ultimately, I'm going to say it again. Shut up and dribble. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I think that's a theme. It's like, fucking play ball, man. Like, what are we talking about? Like, okay, you asked for a trade. They're not obligated to give you one. Shut the fuck up and play.
1: <laughs> He's trying to pull the. Uh, was it? Nah, is it Adrian Dantley? Which which one of those guys didn't show up when they traded for Mark Aguirre? One of those guys was. like – I think it was Adrian Dantley. Yeah. yeah, that's that's an old school reference. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I, well, and you're looking at you look at, and I think here's another thing. I think that for 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 KD to actually be doing this is pretty rich considering the fact that you got swept in the first round. So you, I, I feel like for 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 what you who and what you are supposed to be. You can't win. We can't win one or two. Like you, 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 you came up super short in the playoffs, and I feel like you. I don't, look, obviously, he don't feel like he owe a city anything. He wouldn't have left KC after they, you know, uh, relinquished the lead. You know, three up, three one on Golden State. But man,
0: I mean, but man, I mean he seems to- I would have left I would have left OKC the the second I had the opportunity.
1: He seems very he just seems very impetuous. And I mean, well it didn't seem well, he, he is he, impetuous. I think
0: and I think he's becoming more and more so um over the years. You know, I, I understood when he left OKC. Um as much as people try to go, oh, he shouldn't have left, he shouldn't have left, but it's a small it's the NBA's smallest market. Um I I wouldn't have wanna play with Westbrook. I mean, I said it then, not say it now. Um, I don't think you're ever gonna win a championship with him. I don't care who you are. Um, he got out of there and he got to a place that could pay him close to the max or the max deal, and it was a good competitive team and they happened to be one that had won one seventy three games. Good but they were the team. best they were the best team that he could go to that had the cap room to fit him in. They didn't even have to do a sign and trade. I don't I think they could just sign him. No, him. they just totally they just had like, the money.
1: Yeah, which was interesting because Golden State's legacy, their whole Thing is built off of what what I would consider to be injuries, right? And the foundation of it is Steph's injury, because if, if had he not gotten hurt, he'd have been traded to Milwaukee. No, well, no, well, but I'm saying had he not gotten hurt and played well, he would have got a max deal, and they wouldn't have had the room to sign
0: him. Yeah, which is like totally yeah. one of those. But I actually heard, tippet, I actually saw this. So, in, you know, I don't know if you could believe this on TikTok, but that there was a time when. Milwaukee move to get that that he was going to be included in a trade to Milwaukee. I did not know that. And that they took my my was it my Montre- Ellis. Monte Ellis. Yeah. Monte Ellis could who? Yeah, Monte Yeah, he wasn't no Steph Curry, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no, he, he could ball. I thought he ended up playing with the Pacers for a little while. He know. might have. I mean, but once he left Golden, Golden State. State, it was kind of like you know. I mean, he was there, but
1: he was, mean, he was getting buckets.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was like you know he was one of them L.A. fitness guys. No way. Yeah, like not no, like Ellis as long as you like. No, I'm saying as long as winning is not what you're after, no he can he, hoop. Ain't, he ain't he ain't curry He ain't lebron like yeah he, I'm saying but Monte. there's guys there're guys whose games fit into a winning strategy and there's guys who can hoop in games that don't matter and Monte Ellis was one of those guys.
1: Monta, it's Monta. M A M O N T A. Monte, yeah. I mean Monte. Monte Ellis from Mississippi Bullet. Yeah. What is that? Mississippi Oh, that's his nickname. Mississippi Bullet. Yeah. That's a terrible you know a white man gave him that name. <laughs> the Mississippi
0: Bullet. If you're from Mississippi, you shouldn't be trying to admit it. You should Ever. be trying to shake it off. <laughs> no, you like <laughs> you should be trying I, to I, and, and, shake and, and off Mississippi. And in his defense, no one knew that. So yeah. maybe he did. Yeah, you actually letting people know. I didn't know he was from Mississippi. The Mississippi Bullet. Um, <laughs> here's something that I, I, I want to talk about before we get um, to some football here. So Draymond Green got married. Oh, yeah. Uh, over the past weekend. I didn't even know you were gonna bring this up. And it just look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go old school <laughs> get off my porch guy. I'm gonna go there. He's at his wedding and LeBron's there and Tatum's there. And like this guy's gone on a tour of like killing the Celtics, killing Tatum. Like these are these are the guys that kept you from where you're trying to go, and will try to keep you. Why are you at their wedding? Why are you at Draymond's wedding?
1: You're saying that Tatum. Why is Tatum there?
0: Why is Tatum and LeBron at Draymond's wedding? Well, I, well, because
1: I, you know, I I, ha- I hate that shit. Well, I, because I think I think Dr- I, you know, Draymond has come out and said as much as that we were never gonna. I won't say never, but we weren't gonna beat LeBron without KD. And I think that. Uh, yeah, he said that on his podcast that yeah. doesn't mean what does that have
0: to do with him coming to the wedding what well, does that even well, what mean what I'm saying is, is that, well, what does then, that mean
1: well what I'm saying is I think he acknowledges that like yeah we had to create the best team in the history of the earth what does that have to do with so, this wedding so so I think that they so you know because a lot of people they're walking around like yeah crazy? and they're like nah you're like yeah we had to do that dog because you're that dope and you give me that acknowledgement I think there's a, that's a great fertile foundation to be there's no, you know
0: what the only acknowledgement <laughs> is is we won
1: and you lost
0: when did that ever <laughs> stop being the acknowledgement
1: I think And if a dude. Man, if, if i beat you we
0: not friends
1: <laughs> I, I think yeah unless ba- we were friends before i think yeah back when you you know back i think back when when guys were making you know it was a big deal to make a million bucks in a year yeah probably but these guys are making hundreds of millions of okay dollars.
0: i okay i get that point like what we got to be mad about no i get that point between like auto porter and some other guy like that because Otto's not like the reason you hey, win or lose. Why you fit him in? I, this because this I hate, I can't stand that dude. Otto Porter. Because he, you know he Otto Porter is the poster child of guys that make a ton of money. Hey, and when well, y'all
1: got stuff. Otto Porter, I thought it was a good move too. I was like, yeah, oh, he I did too. Play. I was Except like, yeah. for he
0: never wanted to play, but he liked to be in the clubs with the white girls. But that's neither here <laughs> nor there.
1: Hey, hey, what? Hey, we love white girls.
0: I'm not hey. even saying nothing about you it. Know, I'm just, like just saying it looked trouble. like he only for like all that. Our white female like, listeners. I will go to the club with. Them. I don't have no issue. All I'm saying, it looked like he was singling them out. <laughs> like, That's all I'm saying. Oh, some Andre Drummond stuff. Yeah, it's like no, not you, <laughs> you.
1: Nope. Could you get that, get that out of here, please? I, <laughs> this is my friend Keisha. Can she get in a limo
0: with us? Nah, nah get Keisha. Keisha. It's kind of full. We're, we're kind of full here. <laughs> Plenty of space. It's
1: actually not expecting so We got to go to the next. Pick up some.
0: Any, anyway, I just man, listen. Here's what. Here's what I don't think is gonna happen. I don't think Larry Bird's coming to Magic's wedding. I don't think Isaiah's yeah. coming to Michael's wedding. I don't think Mikhail's going to 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 Patrick Ewing's wedding. It's like, come on, man. Hey, man. Come that, on, that was a man.
1: Different. This time.
0: AAU bullshit.
1: I, I'm tired of it. These guys play with each other and around the the United States, and they have a. Good did, to did, this, did this group of guys, did
0: Jason Tatum play with LeBron? No, Jason Tatum no, like he, Jason Tatum's like twenty one years old. But you old. know what they do
1: though? These guys play on LeBron's teams. They play on his AAU team. They play. I don't care. But what I'm saying, they have
0: relationships. with I was with them. a promise kid. <laughs> yeah. He he fed me
1: from yeah. his pantry. <laughs> The fuck out of here! Like I think, oh gosh, I'm gonna mess this up. But there's a picture with Tatum, I believe, yeah. you know, with Curry no, or LeBron it, or somebody. No, I think
0: it's, it's, I think it's, is it KD? Oh, it's, Katie. One of the, it's one of the yeah, old so, heads. Yeah,
1: so it's like
0: you know, but these it's guys like, are, but, you come to mind. But, but what about what did Drake say when your when your rivals become when your idols become your rivals? Like can we can we get to what Drake said? Can we can we live by Drizzy's words?
1: No, I, I, I like it. I like it better this way. I, I like it better this way, man. I don't want you guys, like, hey, that's basketball, man. It may ain't even your teams. No, listen, I'm cool <laughs> Like, with, they don't,
0: yeah, y'all don't own them Listen, teams. I'm, look, no, I get that. And I get it if you. Let's get if, some business. If, if our paths don't cross. Like, if I'm, I play in Charlotte, I'm, I'm LaMelo. And I go to the wedding. Y'all don't have no beef. <laughs> y'all don't have no rivalry. <laughs> this but, man beat you three weeks ago. He did, and now you at his wedding. Yeah, he drinking did. his champagne, eating his cake, <laughs> eating his chicken breast, <laughs> getting the white glove service. My God. Anyways, I'm done with this. We we gotta we gotta we gotta bring it back to something. No, we don't. We gotta let's bring it. Keep back it to going. Something. Let's, no, keep, let's keep black people no, not and, angry and with each other no, at all times. No, listen. You, I'm not saying you gotta be. You don't have to be cordial, but this a wedding is personal. That's right. That's not your friend, you know. You don't know that. Obviously, they are. friends. I don't know that. <laughs> I, I don't know that. Maybe they are friends. <laughs> they definitely pals. But I just think. Hey, Rich I, Paul was there. Like they was. They I just was think. Up in there. I just think we at the point where you, you didn't, that didn't look. Everybody like fun. want. Everybody want to be over at LeBron's crib. Everybody want to be at Curry's. Everybody want to be at at, at hey, Chris Curry, Paul's. Curry don't even be out like that. Nah, yeah, but, but everybody
1: want to be like you yeah. know we out. It don't look like a good time to you. I
0: want to be over yeah, there if we aligned. <laughs> we we aligned in the music business. I got I, the invite. If We're if aligned In the music now. business, I, I don't, I'm not with everybody. <laughs> it's competitive. Everybody not together. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been over at L. A. Reid's house when Jimmy and Terry walked in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just hey, hey, if
1: that's a, if I know that was a beef, but if y'all could drop that now, y'all both awesome. Jimmy, hey Jimmy, pick up the phone. No, I mean, I,
0: I, was there a B? Was there a B? It was like it was a of competitiveness, but they weren't like they didn't consider themselves like I don't think they considered like maybe now at this advanced age in their careers and whatnot. But I don't think they were trying to be buddies at the time when they were competing for That's chart my position. Point. I think they should have been like, yo, let's all get together
1: and do a record. <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> let's LA, just let's babyface Jimmy and Terry all get in the room. y'all get. I think they you should did. make one now. I think they actually did. The four of them. Yeah. What record? I don't know. I mean, I'm talking about a song. I think they did something. They did. They worked on a song together. I don't know.
0: Like all four of them like in the same I'm room. Gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check that. But I feel like some, there was an attempt. That'd be like a genius overload. Nah, it'd be an overload. And the, and the genius would like with room. like Face and Terry trying Everybody, to write lyrics. Yeah, it would be that like, would, be it would be crazy. Weird. It'd
1: be weird. <laughs> like they don't. Nah, sometimes hey, hey, well, Who's gonna tell the other one that ain't hot? Like this, <laughs> that's what I'm
0: saying. Like that's you don't belong on the same team. You play against each other. It's like, magic. It's you magic know and I wrote Larry. Can
1: you stand the rain? Right.
0: It's magic and Larry, man. man. Hey, listen, you know I wrote. <laughs> um, I want to touch on a couple things really quickly here before we get out. Alabama, AP number one again. I don't know, like for the fifteenth time in thirteen years. I don't know what <laughs> the numbers are, but it was a, an extraordinary uh, amount of time of them being the uh, sort of preseason number one team. Um, listen, they've earned that. You can say what you want uh about Alabama but that that is a uh preeminent program um nobody does it better from recruiting to facilities uh on-field coaching and development very rarely and I know some people will push back on this because there have been some guys that haven't panned out as big in the the NFL uh some of the guys that went high but they develop when you walk on there if you walk on there a five-star four star you come out of there as a as a uh, NFL draft pick and I think that's what you know whether you turn hall of Fame or not that's a whole nother conversation but they don't take talent and waste it right there's a reason that they they're the preseason number one many years
1: yeah yeah they definitely uh you know and it's the you know so the, the AP came out right it's by this recording today yeah today yeah. so is it Georgia number three I think Ohio State number two they always get on my nerves with people. like why are they there? Jeez, and they and they always there and they always end up losing one Big Ten game and then they get in the playoffs and they get they get waxed in and but they always up there, always. That doesn't always stop happen. putting them up. You can put Cincinnati up there. Put somebody else that up doesn't there always with happen. They always. They, man, Ohio State is consistently in the top five preseason rankings and they. Oh, who, who would you rather have be there? anybody else give give anybody put lsu up there put why would put, they put, put cincinnati yeah. up there put anybody else up there who's going to But you s- don't, don't think know. they deserve the position? No. Why? Not ever because they end up playing they start off who they end up so they, who, who, who they lost the first game last year against Oregon, Oregon yeah. they all and they stay doing that. They always yeah. lose one then they play that w- that weak schedule in the Big 10 they play oh they beat indiana oh they beat northwestern Oh, they be playing northwestern in the Big 10 championship it's like and then they win it. It's like yeah, we over in, <laughs> and then they end up getting dealt with. It's like like I always do. Like Michigan did last year. It's like stop with the old stop until until
0: they do something. They, they you, like, I think put, I think they like I think they're number eleven. The, they're one of the top programs in the country. They're there for a reason. clearly one of the top programs yeah. in the country. I, I would yeah. never. And they
1: always yeah. send really good guys to yeah. the NFL. Great, great players and great players. Yes,
0: yeah. but. Stop it with the, the two? Well, here's, here's. I think the bigger issue is, and I think Notre Dame's five on the coaches poll at NEP, but I don't think any of the pre, like the preseason rankings matter not at all. I don't even know why we have preseason rankings. I honestly don't.
1: I think, because so we can do this.
0: But I don't, but honestly, I don't care because everybody's got to line up and play their schedule. And in the beginning of the season, everybody has like one like real game and then you're gonna line up a bunch of gimmies until October. And then once you put a couple games in and then we'll come out with the, the, the real thing. And and I think that's, you know, the real rankings based on what you've done so after where would six you, or seven years. What would you
1: give the first ranking after what When wouldn't
0: they do? <laughs> Like when 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 did they come out with the uh, the BCS? Yeah, not, I'm not it's not BCS, BCS but anymore. But BCS. They, <laughs> the, um, the college football, yeah, I the like CFP. that. CFP. Like what? Because what difference is all the rest of it? like the rest of the stuff is just. But how do you dudes sit in a room going? I think they're better than them. But how do you get somebody in the
1: top four if they're in the they're in the ranking going into that?
0: Because the the rankings going into that have nothing to do with the coaches but poll you or move AP up and down. So okay, so you're
1: saying that. So where are they getting their numbers from? They, they're getting they, their they, numbers from the games they won. So they have a secret.
0: Like, uh, they have a secret. They're rank. doing what they're doing right now. Yeah, except for they have seven games that they could watch but, to base their opinion. But where are they getting but right now? They, they have. nothing their ranking from somewhere. They're making the ranking at that time, like they're doing right now. So okay, so where they getting their ranking from right now? Okay, so okay, so you you
1: you feel like so okay, so when they come out with that, what, what week do they come out with that in?
0: I want to say it's like week seven or eight somewhere. Okay. It's, a, it's like so, late so October. for you, yeah. week seven or eight. Yeah, like get half the season in and, and, and you see, know. What, see what y'all we going to see what y'all do. Well, because my thing is this. Like I understand the way it used to be where it was like – like AP dudes, like, you know, gumshoes, like, you know, or whatever and they used to, with the hat and the pen in their ear, yeah. decided who was going to win the championship. I and don't like that, but. No, and I mean, nobody did. The it was gumshoe.
1: That's the low level detective.
0: <laughs> but they're sitting there with their, you know, <laughs> with their, in the press box with their hats and, you know, going Notre Dame. And, you know, like, you know, we won a lot of, you know, stuff off of that. But, like, to me, let the games play and then like use your eyes based upon actual things you've seen like when people start going he's a he's he's first team preseason all conference it's like he hasn't played the fuck are we talking about i like it i, I, I but, but what are we what are we really talking about you're judging it on somebody who hasn't played not, but
1: okay so i'm not i i agree with you I still like it. it is all, all the only thing I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. what are we doing? Okay, so you go, okay, Stetson Bennett's returning. I think C.J. Stroud's returning. Uh, the quarterback from Alabama's returning. You look at how, okay, the starters that are coming back, you know, what are they? Okay, so, you know, based on those uh, compensating factors, we're going to put this team here. And and so they just – it's kind of, a, you know, obviously an inexact science.
0: Yeah. And I know you
1: already know that, but I'm just well, – I'm simply well, saying – Well, and
0: I think – I'm saying it more to the fact that if the season ended with those same people prognosticating and then moving things around accordingly, I would say yes. But it doesn't happen like that. The people who are ultimately making the decision are the 13 or 14 people that sit in that room who – Determine the playoffs, not the coaches' poll and not the Associated Press. But those rankings do play a part, right? Because when you look at, you
1: go, okay, when they start to vote, they go, they do not. This team beat the number one team, or they beat this team, or they beat that. No, they don't.
0: They and they they also go off conference championships, which don't have anything with the the record at the end, right? But what I'm saying is, up until that point, when they go into the room, they're building the 25. Based solely on what they've watched. How many people are a part of that process? You I want to say like somewhere between twelve and fifteen. I would like to be a part of that. I I think there's a lot of people who could and should. I don't always love the room. Yeah, that's why I need to be in. There. But they rotate
1: the room a little bit. Oh, is, is Condoleezza Rice still in there? She she was no. she was a member of yeah, the, first, yeah. the first the uh, first the first committee. I didn't have a problem with her being in. Me neither.
0: Yeah, I nah, mean, she me neither. I think she was a big time uh, college football fan. Yeah. I think you want um, you want someone who is. I mean, everyone. Now, went, in fact, everyone a, went somewhere. But you want people who understand the importance not only of being was I, was
1: I not against it? I was actually pretty pumped that she got in there. Yeah, like, you know, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, but you know,
0: like to me, I think we need more teams in the playoffs. Oh, um, Sixteen is coming. Yeah, no, it, and it's coming because it's to their benefit. But it's like this whole idea, you know, like oh, we went to regular season to matter. It's a hundred and twenty some odd teams. It's 16 spots. The regular season still going to matter.
1: It's going to matter big time. Yeah,
0: and and I know that I know that sort of the prevailing argument is 16 is never going to beat one, and 15 is never going to beat two. And you're probably right. Uh, but who cares? I disagree with that. I, well,
1: obviously, most times the 16th seed in anything is not going to beat the one. Is not going to beat in in normal in in maybe the NCAA. Uh, meaning the uh, basketball tournament. But when you talk about a team that may be clicking at the right time, getting a quarterback uh, back healthy or, you know, a number of different factors, you know, because injury. The, the, and what we do know is in college football, two losses will kill you. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't going to be in that top four with two losses. No. So this gives those guys an opportunity. Now, on, obviously under normal circumstances, uh, you know, you play that game, you know, 10 times out of 10, you know, They may win once, you know, maybe ten percent. Yeah, you know, but but I'm I'm excited about
0: it. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm watching. Do they get a buy? Do 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 one two? Yeah, there'll probably be some sort of buy situation. But even still, like the those lower seeds initially are not going to beat, but I beat the higher seeds. But I the thing that I love about like one and done anything um, when you put something on the line, you get elevated performances, and sometimes that elevated performance may not result in an upset. But it results in a very entertaining game. Right. We've seen a lot of 15 2 games, 16 1 games that have gone down in the NCAA tournament that have gone down to the wire where that number one team prevails, but it took a, a real effort because that other team came out on some like, you know, one shining moment shit. And not only that, but you also get, and it'll have a similar effect, I
1: believe, like the NCAA tournament. You get a guy like uh, C.J. McCullum coming in, performing. I believe they beat Duke uh, Lehigh University. And, uh, you know, and you get that primetime spot where nobody knows who this kid is. Right. Then he comes out and plays well against a blue blood. You can get that same situation where you may get, let's say, like a Utah, you know, uh, who not a lot of people get a chance to see Mountain West games. Are they still in the Mountain in West? in the Pac-10 now. pac Utah State, both of them are in there? Utah is. Okay, so you get okay, so it. Okay, so let's say Utah State yeah. is in the Mountain West you know you get a team like that who maybe not a lot of people have seen their games getting a chance to play Alabama you get a kid to go off now all of a sudden he get a kid that may have been looking at as a free agent mm-hmm. now all of a sudden maybe he's a 5th 6th round, six round mm-hmm. pick and he's yeah. built a name for himself and you know you get a chance to you know get get a chance to get seen and i think that's good for college football it's
0: it's good for everyone yeah i agree i agree 100% or even imagine like a, you know this would be going back some years but like a Khalil Mack at Buffalo Like you know, getting in a game. You know what I'm saying? Just on some random and getting you know five sacks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that guy. Yeah, yeah, Who's
1: watching? I ain't seen a Buffalo game. No, actually, I did watch one one time uh, with running backs. They have uh, the the Patterson guy. Oh
0: yeah, because you're a daily fantasy player. Yes. Yeah. Um, couple more things. Uh, here the the bad luck for the Jets continue. Um, they've lost their uh their left tackle, uh, Becton.
1: I didn't even know that. And uh I was thinking about Zach Wilson the whole
0: time. And now they've lost their quarterback. I think they actually caught a break um in that he did not have a torn ACL, but he's had he has a bone bruise and a torn meniscus. And they're going in to see how that injury is. I think they sort of prematurely said, Oh, it's gonna be six to eight weeks. But I don't think they know that. He went down non-contact injury it looks serious no right now the reports have just come out it's two to four weeks it's two to four yeah after this he's had the surgery uh hold on let's see
1: let's see zach one second um because i looked at it before i before i came in here um yeah zach wilson uh two to four weeks uh there you go two hours ago is what we want
0: that's great. If, I mean, two to four weeks is great the for them. Internet. Well, and I, um, so I would, but that's I that's catching a break considering but, what it looked like when he went down.
1: Well, yes, because obviously, non-contact is the, the worst. Yeah. Um, but I think so. Yeah, uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, two to four weeks. So what we're looking at, what I think is, uh, if okay, let's just say it's a little longer. Let's say let's say it is. You're missing two, three, the Baltimore game. You weren't going to win that game, no way. Mm -hmm. They're not going to win that many games anyway. Exactly. So you weren't going to. But I don't want with the blitz happy Baltimore. Then you got the second game, I believe, is Cleveland with Miles Garrett. I don't really want him dealing with none of that either. No, I mean. And then the Bengals. And then I believe their fourth game uh, is against the Steelers. So if he can come on back in, the fifth game is against the
0: Dolphins. That that's how nice, you length. come on in and we start
1: here. And that's where your
0: story went. Man, lost in all of the like I know And Flacco we all, gets another chance. Yeah. I know we all saw him go down. But the thing that nobody's talking about is the pick six he threw in that game. Picking up where he left off last year, and I, I hear all the time it's like, my God. Like if if Justin Fields throws an incomplete incomplete pass in practice, it's all over Twitter and nobody's talking about the fact that this Zach Wilson guy was taken second in the draft, showed little to nothing last year, and picked up right where he left off with a pick six. But we'll let you know we'll give him an opportunity to make good in his second year with all of these second year quarterbacks. But to me. um the Jets made a mistake in drafting him. I'm happy that they did because I think it was to the benefit of my team. You think um, y'all would have taken him? What's
1: that? Y'all, you think you would have taken no, no,
0: no, no. I'm saying I'm glad they did, decided not to take. Like, I think Justin Fields should have been went higher, and I think he should have failed, but I'm glad they decided that he was the goods.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, so I was listening to uh, Garrett Wilson uh, talk about the differences between the two and he said that uh, Flacco's ball is a more catchable ball, and he was like, you could tell the difference uh, in between. He said he knows how. He said when I'm when we're running out, he puts a lot more pace on the ball. He's like, Imagine he's that. like when I run a, when I run, when I'm running slants, he's like it's a way it's a much more catchable ball. You feel like you can get out and go with it. Yeah. So you know, I thought that was interesting for him to even say anything like that. Yeah. I mean, but he's he he is he didn't say he was happy, but he seems to be a happier pass catcher
0: well (laughs) here's the thing I'm gonna say is that because we you and I both watch a lot of college football and I liked Zach in at BYU last year what I don't like is how and maybe I don't know if this is the media hype I don't know what sort of goes into this but you get this groundswell that push the certain guys to the top I never thought he was anywhere near the best player in the draft. To me, he was like a, a late first if you're putting a premium on a, on a quarterback. But to me, he was like a second-round guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he felt like a second-round guy with a little bit of upside. Um, like Trubisky, like who manages to get in the show. show. I, there was never a moment when I watched him at North Carolina where I was going, this is a first-round quarterback. No, no. There was not one second. Not at all. You know what I mean? But you get, this, you know, you get guys that are just elevating. Daniel Jones – Is another one of those guys and you're going, Yeah. Like, nah, there was never a moment where Daniel Jones looked like anything higher than a third round pick. And then they get pushed up and then they get expectations. I'm like, y'all know these guys are doing what I would anticipate. They're having growing pains, which you would think would happen with a third round quarterback.
1: Right. And you know, you looked at and if you even if you looked at like Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett looked more comfortable than Daniel Jones. This after,
0: <laughs> after one start, same with um, same with Trey uh Trey Lance. Yeah, you know Trey Lance. There's and, and I know Trey didn't play a lot. I didn't watch him a lot, and he didn't play a lot in college. But he's just a guy who looks like he understands how to play the position. Like some of these guys look like like they're a little overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, and Dan, I mean, and then Daniel Jones defense. If there was a defense, Joe Judge didn't do that boy no favors. So he came into a situation that I think, you know, but it's still about it's still about you. Like you like there's there's there. Are, you can go to you know, any little league field, high school, college. You look at some guys and they just they just look like I, I'm ready. For I play ball. ball. Yeah, I do this. I do this, you know, and obviously he's done this. He was at Duke up under David Cutcliffe, had some decent years there, but he was still splitting time with another quarterback. Decent
0: years at Duke.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: He was at Duke. Gosh, I forgot. He was splitting, he was splitting time with a brother. And let's be and, yes, and let's be honest. Like, Cutcliffe in many ways is still living off the manning. The original man. <laughs> no, uh, uh Eli. He he played well, didn't he? For, for uh didn't, didn't Cutcliffe didn't he? Was Cutcliffe? He was a head coach wasn't he? at, at Ole Miss? At Ole Miss, yeah. He was the head coach. That's a Eli's about to go in the Hall of Fame. That's a long time ago. Let me let me make sure You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. I think that's why he chose Ole Miss. Yeah, no, I get it. Like Cut Clip is, you know, he he comes to the Manning passing camp. Yeah. He was the head that. coach there from ninety eight to two thousand four. Listen, I think that and I, I get this. I get this is like if it's like if you were a Jackson in music, you would get the benefit of the music doubt. You know what I mean? Like, okay, he's Michael's nephew. He must be okay. Randy and the Gypsies. I think <laughs> I think <laughs> Anybody associated with Eli and, and Peyton gets the benefit of the doubt, and that includes Cutcliffe, and that includes Arch Manning. I don't think Arch Manning is. Uh, their, I think um, their, Texas their, their nephew, who plays at the same Newman High School that they went all uh, went to in Louisiana, going to Texas. I don't think he's the best guy coming out in this draft, let alone the best quarterback. Oh, he was in the, the uh, in high school. I mean, in the, I mean, yeah. in, the, in okay. this uh, yeah. in this in the class of twenty twenty three. But would you? Okay, what about?
1: Do you think Do you think Cooper Manning is could be better than Daniel Jones? Cooper didn't play quarterback. I know he played receiver. Yeah, but I mean, just saying off of the residue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you think Cooper Archie today? Archie, right I, might, now, I might, not Archie. go Cooper, but I might say sixty-nine year old or seventy-one year old Archie you, might you be better. You invite than him in, and you say it's an open yeah. quarterback competition. It'd be close. I will put it that way. Archie, I think Archie still got some throws left in him. Uh, lastly, before we get out of here, I just. I gotta let me let me just look right in the camera here. Because I'm frustrated with the Chicago Bears coming off like a um small market team. And I understand we're in a rebuild, I get that. But there's never a time when we have an injury or we have like we look to fill, you know, our spots with a a, 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 a a decent player, not necessarily a guy that's going to make a difference, but, you know, you're trying to fill holes. But I'm going to give Ryan Poles his uh, opportunity to fix this team. But I want us to move to Arlington uh, Heights so that we can get uh, a real facility. The team can make some real money so we can sign real free agents and act like a major market team. One of the reasons that I would like to go to Arlington Heights is already – we haven't even played one game yet. And the Soldier Field turf is in the worst condition. I don't know if y'all saw the game, but it literally looked like it was mid-December. It looked like they have been playing high school games, college games, pro games, all sorts. Ain't nobody played no football yet this year. This is the first game on it, and the field's tore up. It's in terrible condition. The NFL PA has had to file an official complaint about the condition of the field. This is the Chicago Bears. Now, for those that y'all don't know, this team does not own the stadium. The Chicago Park District owns the stadium and treats it like a park district field. They treat it like like <laughs> like they might like it was like a little league field, like a pop Warner field. It's terrible. I'm I'm angry because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing Around football that we don't even have field turf. We still out there playing on bad grass, and you can't tell me it's the weather because in North, in Green Bay, where it's colder and the weather's worse, they have beautiful turf that never gets torn
1: up. Yeah, they have the coils underneath the uh, the field. Whatever it takes. Yeah.
0: You can put you can put hot steak under that shit for all I care. It keep the field in good condition. When, when Lovey was
1: there, the field was in good condition. Just you know,
0: it wasn't. It, it actually wasn't. It was in great condition. It wasn't. And,
1: and, the, and the and the team played great.
0: It, the team played great, yeah. but they, the field was in, never in good condition.
1: So Lovey, shout out to you for your horticulture skills. Yeah,
0: I don't know if Lovey had anything to do with that. Lovey's <laughs> back in uh, Houston, so you'll be able to root for him all you want. I know. I know. When he was in Chicago, that was your guy. Let's see if he. You know. I don't know if he was your guy in Tampa. I don't know if he was your guy when he went to champaign or and coached for the University of Illinois. But now he's back in the league, coaching the Houston Texans. Hey, did Texas. he shave that
1: dumbass beard off? That white dumbass beard he had on. Uh, that's like, your man. Looking like a fake black-ass Santa Claus. That's your guy. Like that was terrible. It was my not when he had that beard though in Illinois.
0: I hope. I just got a really weird thought. Lovey. I'm ready. I hope Levy's not no Trump supporter. Oh. Uh, Lovey got Levy has Trump I, supporter. I wasn't ex- <laughs> he,
1: He's giving me Trump supporter. I wasn't expecting but, that on the show today. It just it just happened.
0: Hey, Trump supporters, please continue to support our show. No, support our show. I wouldn't want that for Lovey. I might want that for you. You <laughs> might want that for yourself. I'm not judging, but I wouldn't want that for Levy. Hey, but Lovey, if you if you do support Trump uh i'd be
1: disappointed i'll just say that
0: if you if i i'm going to google this when we get off the air and then i'll be back with a quick hitter if i find out you do <laughs> so well, listen i'm going to take this opportunity to close out um thank y'all for for checking in with us again really quick like subscribe hit the notification buttons on youtube follow us at statlines matter twitter instagram facebook and the other one, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, TikTok, and uh, find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and any place that you get your podcasts. So um, on behalf of my partner here, Rob Hunter Jr., and on behalf of everybody here at Stat Lines Matter, we out. Peace. Peace. Bye, boy. I ain't going for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my, say it to my face. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.